Shalom. 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 Hello. Remember what I used to say? Um, what did I say? Good morning, star shines. I like Shabbat. Shalom, Shorsteins, something. Yeah, know. yeah. You used to say that a lot, and it was gross. Oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well. Um. Anyway, I guess. Welcome back, everybody. <laughs> this, I guess, will technically be our Valentine's Day episode. Yeah. Ooh. Happy Valentine's Day, bitch. Happy Valentine's Day, you hoes. Get it. Get it in. Get it on. Do whatever you need to do. (laughs) (laughs) Just laughing because Latifah literally just woke up from a nap. I did. I was so... Okay. I have had, like, very bad insomnia over, like, the last couple weeks. And I only sleep for, like, two to four hours a time at night. So when I come home, I'm exhausted because I work, like, a full eight hours. And then I come home. And I'm tired. So then I fell asleep. So I fell asleep for like an... <laughs> Calvin's like, I'll be home around 5.30 or 6. And I was like, so you'll be home in like an hour? And he's like, yeah. And I was like, bet I have an hour to take a nap. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, so yeah, if I sound groggy or anything, it's because uh, I I took a nap. But I FaceTimed this bitch who's like, hello? <laughs> you know that vine of the girl where they pour the whole water bottle on her face? Yeah. <laughs> That was literally me. So, yeah, it was. My God, I, I love naps. I honestly, I say this a lot, but people are like, "Oh my gosh, why don't you have kids?" Whatever, and I'm like, "Because if I had kids, I wouldn't be able to take naps whenever I wanted to." And so, I mean, it's true. Yeah, so that's why I don't have children. I mean, that among us, amongst other things. But sorry, but that is the number one reason. Honestly, yeah. I just like would not be able to take a nap. Um, but yeah, this is our Valentine's Day episode. Um, Kevin, do you yeah. have Valentine's Day plans? Um, no. Do you? Okay, okay good. Oh my god, I love no. it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't have any plans. Me and Miguel were supposed to do something. We don't typically celebrate Valentine's Day, and we were going to this year. And then he's working all weekend, so I was like. You know, never mind. And his birthday's in a month. So I'm like, we'll probably just do something then, I guess. But now, um, probably just going to hang out. I'm supposed to hang out with my brother this weekend, I guess. Really? Okay. I know, right? Let's see if it actually um, happens. I'll tell you. Wow, wow. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, but yeah, that's. I don't really have anything planned, but that's okay. I don't really typically do anything for Valentine's Day anyway, so. Fun. It's yeah. also a Lunar New Year. Oh, yeah. Um, and quite look. Right? No. Yeah. That's, yeah. Don't don't judge me. Don't quote me on that, but that. <laughs> Close enough. <laughs> All right. Anyways. <laughs> I know the words. Um, yeah, so Latifah and I wanted to introduce like a new segment that we had um, for as an opener. We used to do like a small topic, big topic, and then another small topic, mm-hmm. and then we stopped doing that because sometimes you just get like so into like talking and stuff carried away, and then everything just kind of gets into things. But yeah. yeah, so our segment is what are you obsessed with right now? Whether it's like a song, um, a a movie you could be obsessed with like an item like if you're ex- obsessed with like a skincare product or a makeup item 
or like a person. Maybe you're obsessed with a person right now. Um, so, Cal, what are you obsessed with this week? Um, I'll say two things because I already you already know one of them. <laughs> um, <laughs> what is so funny? Wow. I'm trying to think of what it is, but I don't know what you're going to say. So I'm just curious. Um, to it I told you already. One thing that I'm obsessed with it is a meatball subs. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Because, <laughs> because like um there's like a Italian place uh, right by my work so like for lunch like on Fridays and usually I'll like walk there and get a meatball sub as in like a meatball sandwich. Um, what else? <laughs> meatball sub supposed to be. What do you mean? Wait, you said meatball sub as in a sandwich. What else was meatball sub supposed to mean? Oh, I don't know. Just like, I don't know, meatball sub. It's a funny word. It's not like a meatball dom. It's like a meatball sub. Yeah, wow. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, go on. Anyway, I've been obsessed with that. The other thing I've been obsessed with is um, I've been trying to learn the whole uh, Megan Thee Stallion video where she talks about her mugshot. I've been trying to learn it like as if it were a monologue. (laughs) And that's why I've been saying the word ho lately. Okay. Because in the in this in the video, she's like, I don't feel like you've said it more than you typically do, but okay. I've been thinking a lot. Like I've been, I don't mean to say it like, oh, you're a fucking hoe, like you're a whore or whatever. I, if you've ever read like a Shakespeare novel, sometimes the characters say hoe, but they don't mean to say it like, oh, you're a whore. They mean to say it like, for exclamation. You know what I mean? Okay. They said they say like, what say hoe? Like what do you like? What are you saying? I feel like you say "bad bitches" only more than you've been saying "ho" lately. But I mean, okay. But there's a moment. There's a moment in the video where she's like, "I'm I'm drinking like because because I like to drink ho. I like to turn up." Okay. And that's um, why oh, I got it. All right. Okay. Anyway, what are you obsessed with? <laughs> what am I obsessed with? I guess I kind of have two. Um, one is napping. But that's like a constant thing. Why I'm, did I know? That I you're know say that? I was so predictable. Um, I don't. I've just been so tired. Um, for like a number of reasons, I'm like on a different medication, and like I feel like that's given me insomnia, and that's something I have to like watch over the next couple of weeks. Um, so napping has been like a godsend because I'm exhausted like all the time but i think i also think it's just like it's we're getting we're hitting like a year of the pandemic really soon like in the next month of like shutdowns and things and i think i'm just finally it's all catching up to me and i'm like exhausted but i love a good nap all the time i've honestly nap literally every day sometimes even weekends which is not great but you know you gotta do what you do you know to get through the day through the week um, so I've been obsessed with naps. The other thing I've been obsessed with um, is this is so annoying and it's kind of stupid, but I haven't been like, I'll listen to podcasts typically throughout the week um, or like on my way to work or while I'm at work and I'm like working or when I'm just like at home for background noise. But I haven't been doing that because I listen to all the episodes or I'll listen to a podcast and then I'll binge it. And then I don't have any new episodes. So I've been watching or listening to like watch mojo videos of like old celebrities. <laughs> and I don't know what it is, but I'm just like, oh, yeah, let me learn about like Judy Garland and like Shirley Temple and like all these random people that I'm like, why? But that's what I've been obsessed with lately. My God. Okay. It was so exciting. That's funny. I do like to watch mo- watch mojo too, though. 
Yeah, it's like bad, but, but it's all my YouTube is now right now. <laughs> well, because I like to use it for like movie recommendations. Like I pretend like I like to watch movies. I like you um, to watch movies though, so like yeah, they're not recommending you to do anything. Yeah, well, <laughs> the options there though. Yeah, I just have options. Yeah, so I I've been watching a lot of that and just watch Mojo and Grunge videos because it'd be like tragic details about this actor or like this celebrity's life. I'm like, oh my god, I love it. Let me learn about that my god okay <laughs> yeah so that's that um but yeah that's that's gonna be our new thing i guess just talk about what we're obsessed with because i feel like mm-hmm. i don't know i feel like it's good to share maybe you guys are obsessed with something maybe we're recommending you to something um i'll always recommend someone to take a nap <laughs> <laughs> okay we're in a bad mood just like take yeah. a nap sleep it off it's well fine. yeah yeah, well, we wanted to introduce that segment because it's like we wanted you guys to know us a little bit more. Because sometimes right. when we talk, we talk so about serious. serious topics. Yeah, sometimes we talk about fun stuff too. Yeah, so just wanted to see. We'll see. So that carries on in things, but um, the main topic, and I think, and what we're going into with this weekend coming up with Valentine's Day is we're wanting to talk about relationships. But not just like romantic relationships, but platonic relationships. Because I think it's important as like we're getting older and like we're adults. We talk about platonic relationships and like friendships and how to go about having relationships with like our family, our friends, um, even like coworkers or like anything like that. That's, I don't know. I feel like that's important to observe and see what's okay and like what boundaries you have or set for yourself just because like we're all busy and relationships are, can be really hard to maintain, especially I think in the last year, like through a pandemic was a test to a lot of different types of relationships. Mm-hmm. I think so too. I think let's talk about um, how we became friends or why we're friends. Oh yeah. Do you want to tell the story? Or do you want me to tell the story? Is there a story to tell? I mean, I guess. Yes. I mean, how else would you explain? All right, fine. <laughs> I'll start. <laughs> no. um, sorry it's been such a right. struggle it's been such a struggle so um latifah and i have been friends for how many years now? um next month it will be 12 years ew <laughs> no it's more than the that months, it's more than that um 2009 so yeah 12 years um because i remember joining APYC in March. Oh, so. I don't remember that. Yeah. yeah, anyway, Latifa and I were, we didn't really know each other at all, even though um, my aunt and her mom are like friends. Um, for a long so, time. I didn't know that, yeah, though. For- I didn't know because my mom, even like last week, she's like, Eileen would bring Boo Boo to all the Christmas parties and she was there. And I was like, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. So anyway, Latifa and I were a part of the same um, extracurricular group that was called Asian Pacific Youth Council. Um, and it was um, commissioned by my aunt, who was the executive director of uh, the Council on Asian Pacific Minnesotans. Um, and that is a state like government agency that does outreach to um, the Asian community in Minnesota. So it's a part of the government. Um and so she created this youth group and she was like doing a lot of outreach about like who would join and how she would join and, and like 
how and what the kids would do. Um, and so Latifa was one of them. And obviously, because it was my aunt, I was like one of them too. Mm-hmm. So I think Latifa, I don't know if you were one of the first ones. I think you were. I was one right? of the first ones that kind of stuck around because I think the year before you guys had done a camp. But I think it was like you and maybe like two or three other people who ended up doing APYC. And then I joined. I don't, I don't rem- really remember. But um, yeah, so that's how we became friends. I remember meeting Latifa. And I don't know, I guess I thought you were cool. I just remember, I, <laughs> I think I was really shy and I I th- knew I would. I had seen Calvin or I had known of Calvin. Um, and it's actually, I think I befriended Missy first and you were already kind of at that time close to Missy or friends with her at least. So I would talk to her and like in turn, I would talk to you. And then slowly we discovered we had similar interests or developed similar interests in like dance or music or whatever the case may be, or just like being sassy and being like teenagers. Cause I think it wasn't until we did the, the event at the Guthrie theater where we had to do like, we had to read all those um, stories and all that stuff that um, I was like, Oh, Calvin likes me. Like we're, I think we're friends. And I think we, let it get along and like it's fine yeah i don't remember i don't remember a specific moment because it's like so long ago that where i was like oh my god we're lady and our friends or i also don't remember like asking for your phone number or asking for your facebook or stuff like i don't that. either and i don't remember when i started so. adding people i don't know who i would have added first um i guess like i probably could try to go back and look or like talk to people and be like when did we become friends but i honestly i think it was something that developed like slowly over time um and we just got to know each other through like the group and through activities and just Mm -hmm. doing things to i mean for the group was to kind of expose asian americans in society and kind of to fight for asians in media or just being a part of conversation and things like that so I think doing that at such a young age and like a vulnerable like learning age, I think that's probably what kind of brought us close to be like, oh, we all have these different um, different backgrounds and we all have like similar struggles because the group was a lot of Hmong. Um, we had a Malaysian Chinese kid. A lot of Lao, Lao some Vietnamese. Viet, Korean. I was Indonesian, Indian. Indian, yeah. Um, I think that's it. It was pretty cool because, I mean, yeah, like, there are some Asian people in Minnesota, but at the time, I think, like, you're so young, you're kind of exposed to your only community. You're, you know, if I'm Hmong, then I really only hang with Hmong people. Mm -hmm. So in that group, that was the first time that I've actually met, like, a Korean person in real life. Yeah. Um, and that's like weird to think because I was probably like 14. And it's weird because like even for me, I knew that I had known Hmong kids growing up like in school and everything. But I to me, it was never like a case of asking like, oh, what are you? So I had never heard the story of like Hmong people or like where they came from or like what traditions and cultures were until I joined the group. And then I was like, oh, all those kids that I go to school with that. Um, look similar or they have like the same last names or things I was like oh they're Hmong like I just never had asked or like been exposed that closely to the culture and like even with like Laotian and other kids too so it was cool yeah um why do you think we're still friends 
It's been so long. I go go because just to think about it, like you know, in the group, we're not really. Not like we well, talk to anybody else. We, other than, yeah. or that's true. Other yeah, friend, but um, I think why we were so close, and I and I think the group did a really good job of this, and um. Not that I don't like anybody else from the group or like I don't care for anybody else. No, fuck the group, bitch. Fuck you guys. Okay. <laughs> no, we we did these things. We would have like a camp retreat every summer for like four or five days. And we were encouraged to just be vulnerable and like share life experiences and things like that. So I think doing that and growing up doing that was really helpful and just being seeing like each other in like a very vulnerable spa- state as a teenager. Um, and I don't know what it is why we've always clicked so well. And like, don't get me wrong, like me and Calvin have been friends for a long time, but I don't think that we've been like consistently close for those 12 years, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Because there was a moment where um, I think you like were, it was when you were like just about to date Miguel. I was like, I moved away. And then also I was spending a lot more time with um, other mm-hmm. friends. And I remember, um, I remember specifically like, oh, I have not talked to Latifah in like a while. Yeah. I remember there was a point in time because when you moved to California, like we tried to keep in touch on kind of a regular basis, but like you were trying to adjust and like readjust with being like homesick and like being in school and all these things. So it was like, it's different when you see people every other weekend or like once a month. And I think also um, I was the only one in our friend group that could drive for a long time. And I was the youngest. So I was like, I can be driving to like Maplewood and Brooklyn Park all the time. And I was like, I don't know. And I think we both were also... I think this is why we've been friends for so long. We were a couple we were a couple people in the group who weren't really going out and being like partying or like going out and like drinking underage or anything, which is like totally fine if that's what you did. Like no it's nothing no, <laughs> no shade. shade, but like we just didn't do it and we were just kind of like, eh, whatever. Like I'm not pushing myself to fit in or not fit in or whatever the case. So I don't know. We It's kind of been an ebb and flow. And I think within the last two, three years, I think we've just gotten closer, a little just more open with each other about like personal lives and things like that. And especially this last year yeah. and definitely with this mm-hmm. podcast, it's like opened a lot of conversations that I was like, I don't think we would have talked about this otherwise. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, maybe answering like other questions about maybe like, okay. Here's a question. Uh, what do you look for in a friend? And then maybe we can figure out like why yeah. we're friends. Uh, why are we hello? friends? Hello? Why do I love you? That makes me think I'm like, what the fuck? I don't, it's weird because when you think about it, you're like, I don't know. We like the same. We like the same movies and we can quote the same movies for the last 12 years and it's fine. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm, um, yeah. I think for what I look for in a friend is someone who is willing to be honest, which I think you're really good at personally. Um, and being honest and upfront with people about situations and not afraid to kind of give it to them straight, even when it's not what they want to hear. Um, and I think that's something that's difficult, especially as you get older and like you start comparing or you feel a certain type of way. But if people are telling you straight up how it is, then it's like you can't really you shouldn't be mad at them because it's coming from a place of like love and care. Um, so that's something that I look for. 
Um, I think I look for someone who is willing to hold conversation or can have like conversation with others, um, but isn't like too pushy or like trying to enforce like an opinion on someone either. Like at the end of the day, you're not going to agree with everything that your friends say. Like things even on the podcast that me and Calvin talk about, like I don't necessarily agree with his opinion 100% all the time and I'm sure vice versa um, with things. So I think that's something I look for. Um, I love a friend that likes to travel or likes to go do stuff, but can also just kind of be chill. Like we don't have to be like going out all the time, but like they could come over or I could go over and we'd like just watch TV for the day and be like, yeah, that was cool. You like enjoy each other's company. And it's not like there's no pressure to like always be doing something. I think that's Mm -hmm. kind of what I look for the most and just understanding the one of the biggest things especially as an adult as a friend I think what I look for most is someone that's understanding that we're both adults we're both if they're working full-time or whatever the case may be that we have our own lives and like if I don't talk to you for a week and a half or something it's not because I didn't want to talk to you it's because I'm busy or I have like other friends I'm talking to Or like there's just a lot going on. I'm taking like a mental break. And just having that mutual understanding of being like, hey, I might have not talked to you for a while, but we're still friends and being able to come back and talk as if like nothing happened because nothing did happen. It's just like we weren't close because other things were going on or like things. And I think that's why we've probably been friends for so long too. Is that like if I didn't hear from you for two months, I'd probably be like, hey, are you okay? But I also be like, oh, Calvin's not ignoring me or anything if he is like if he's mad we can talk about it later but at the end of the day like he's gonna do he has his own thing to do and I have my own stuff to do can't hold that Mm -hmm. against him so yeah but yeah what do you look for in a relationship or a friendship a friendship um I like someone who is a good listener um and when I say that, I mean some that someone that will um, actually like listen to what I'm saying, and I like someone that is patient. So those two, one thing that I notice that I really don't like is when people like talk over me. I don't know because I'm a person that um, if someone's talking, like I will stop. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what I, I mean, like if someone's if someone's talking, I will like stop and like sit. I'll stop mid sentence and l- listen to them. Um, so I like someone who was patient and will listen to me, and I'll listen to them. Something that I really like is someone who is genuine, and someone who, when they say something, they mean it. I guess that's what fucking genu- genuine means. Hello, <laughs> I'm giving definitions. Um, and I like someone who is um a helper. And when I say helper and when I say genuine, I mean someone who will be there for you and doesn't expect something back from you and will try and like fix or solve or help you solve or help you find your way in life or with a problem. Um, And I think I get that from my family. Um, My mom is very much that way. Um, when I was sick, I had like a stomach flu like a few weeks ago. She like had groceries delivered to me. And I remember when I moved, I was like pretty much broke. So she paid for the rental car because I was like, mom, I have no money, bitch. 
Um, and that's something that I get from my aunt as well, my auntie Eileen. Um, I remember having a conversation with her about um, how I would ask my professors for a um, for a recommendation letter. And she was like, well, just ask. And I was like, but I haven't talked to them in a while. And she was like, you know, if any kid from the APYC asked me for a recommendation letter, I would write one. And it doesn't matter how long ago or if they haven't talked to me since, I would write one because, you know, there was a, they're my kids. Mm-hmm. And I really like that. And I think that the friends that I have now, so you and Joel and Ka and, you know, the friends that I have here in California, which is like two, um, I think they all have that quality where we try and help um, regardless of the situation, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Like, for me specifically and personally, like, if I really like someone, like, if I truly value their friendship, I will give my time to them and the places I go, I will, like, bring them with me and, like, give them opportunities around me because I know that they're good people. Right. So you always have, like, your friend's intention or you always have, like, good intentions for your friends or, like, see yeah. where you can kind of push them to be better. Yeah. No, and I think that's a great trait to have for yourself, too, is, like, um, always looking out for your friends and being aware of yeah. things like that. Here's an example. Um, if I find a job that I think a friend will like, I'll, like, be like, hey, like, this is a good job. Like you should apply and I found it for you or um, just any opportunities. You know, I used to, I used to give you guys gifts like yeah, all, the time, all the time. I remember in high school, people would think that funny enough. Um, I think Calvin's family thought we were dating for a, a period of time because I would hang out with Calvin a lot and he would just buy me gifts like at yeah. random and like, like for yeah. A second. And even I would joke for a long time too I was like Kevin's like my boyfriend but like without having to do anything physical like he's there for me like emotionally and he buys me gifts and like we go do stuff and we have fun and like we would go with like we went to California together and like things like that so it was it was weird and I think that's probably just one of your love languages and I feel like it it definitely is because you've always just like giving gifts to people like you're a very good person I love gifts gifts are so much fun but yeah I I love to um really spoil my friends or just take them places that um that I you know where I'm going whether that's like a vacation or um like I guess um success in life and that's something that I always tell myself and like I have to be better about too is like if I'm at the table eating you're at the table with me eating too like it's not just like my success yeah oh I like yeah it's like you I bring the people who were there for me or who support me with me for my journey because it's like if you were there for me when I was down or I was working on something or like I wasn't 100% then you helped me get to this destination and like I think that that's something that's overlooked a lot of the time um, especially in long-term relationships uh, like platonic or not where it's like Calvin has been a friend of mine for literally over a decade. And I feel like that's a, that's a lot for people to say. Um, we're like, I don't think we've ever really had like a fight. If I'm. We have, no. we have not. I think it's, which both, is weird. it's probably because like we just don't care enough to fight or like we just don't get on each other's nerves Yeah, in that regard. Oh, that's what I don't like too. I don't like cattiness. Pettiness. Or like yeah, cattiness. Same. Yeah. Um, um, okay, 
I can be petty, but I can be petty, but I feel like I give people a good chance before I get petty. (laughs) I give people, (laughs) I give people the benefit of the doubt a lot of the time before I'm just like, okay, but I'm trying to work on it. Um, I said, one of my New Year's resolutions this year was to not be annoyed by the existence of people. Um, but that's not always the easiest thing and I'm working on it. You made resolutions? Um, kind of. Goals, resolutions. Being not being annoyed by people in general was a big one. Um <laughs> but that's a good one. easier said than done, obviously. So Yeah, we know. <laughs> <laughs> but what was I saying? Oh, like we've never really gotten to like a fight, but I think also because we just Mm-mm. I don't know. I think I, I've seen what gets Calvin upset, but I've seen him like hit a peak where he's just like over the top and like super pissed off. Uh, and I know that like I don't want to put him there. Like I don't know if that's does that make sense? Like if I know that what's gonna piss you off, I'm not going to do that. Like I, at least not on purpose. Yeah. But at the same time, I don't know. I feel like we both have conversation skills where we're like, no, I don't agree with you. Sorry. Okay, you guys, cliffhanger. Oh my we'll god, we'll be right back. Listen to Latifah's Thanks, commercial. Guys. Okay, bye. <laughs> Hello, we're back. Oh my god, it worked. Yay. Yeah, the first one, it didn't let me connect. And then I had to sneeze. So I was like, <gasps> so I did that before I came back. Okay. Um, <laughs> thought I'd share. Um, what were we talking about? We're talking about oh, how we've never fought. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, just... I, think, I think it's important to have a fight and then I mean like don't like fucking make up a fight right now but (laughs) I think it's important that when you do have a fight like you know how to reconcile because I think it's important to see when people get mad and like how they react oh absolutely yeah but I think that for the both of us like I just don't care that much to be honest and I've actually never had a fight with any of my friends really yeah wow yeah I... I like just don't care that much like, I feel like okay. you're kind of just not I'm and I think we're just both very non-confrontational people that it's like yeah. eh, like I don't know. Yeah. Um what's something what's like a toxic friend trait that you have or something that you wish that you were better at of being like a friend to people? Um Oh my god, I don't know. I have one. <laughs> oh, okay, you say yours. Um I think and this is something that I'm I feel like I've kind of grown out of maybe <laughs> um I used to funny enough if I would get into a fight with some friends or like certain people I would just cut them off and I'd be like well if you don't feel like you can respect me or if you feel this type of way about me then like we don't need to be friends which mm-hmm. hindsight to me I don't think I've necessarily lost anybody in that way that I'm like oh I'm never gonna have someone like that again in my life but at the same time um, I think that there are people I'm not friends with now that like I did have really good friendships with and I really enjoyed. Um, so it's it's a really weird thing because part of me is like sometimes you just outgrow people and you outgrow friendships. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there are definitely people who are not in my life anymore that I was like, yeah, that's OK. Like this is definitely for the best. But there are some people where I'm like, oh, we probably could have worked something else out. Probably didn't have to be like that dramatic or like that mm-hmm. awkward. But yeah, I think I think I can do that too. But um, I will say that 
I mean, I didn't think that those friendships were really going to go anywhere anyway, though. But I guess right. you'll never know. Because I fucking know. cut them off, bitch. <laughs> um, so I guess I can do that, too. Um, I'm trying to think of another toxic trait that I have. I saw I'm terrible at texting back. <laughs> That's a general. Um, yeah, I guess that, too. I, actually, no, I'm really good at texting people back. Um, I think for specifically gay friendships it's like i don't know what they want like are you trying to date me are you trying to be my friend like i don't know oh yeah, yeah. i can see that, that that's awkward i it's funny you say that because i obviously um growing up and kevin will say know this too i've always had a lot of guy friends like a lot of the people closest to me are the people that i consider like my really close friends a lot of the time are other guys um, and I, I honestly, I don't know if there are any guy friends. I know that there are a couple here and there that have been interested in me, but like, I just saw it as like a platonic thing. There have been many. Have there really? Every, Latifa is like everyone's type. It's so annoying. I don't really feel like I am. I feel like I'm nobody's type. <laughs> no, because Latifa is very pretty, but she's also very nice. So I think guys, like, they think that you're really pretty, but as soon as they figure out that you're very, very nice, then they're like, oh my God, like, she's like amazing or whatever. So there have been a lot of guys that have like liked Latifah, but I think Latifah is like dumb in that way where she's like, what? Are you telling me that like, there have been people who have had crushes on me and I literally was just like oblivious this whole time? Yeah. What the heck? I grew up so much. I was like, ain't nobody like me. I'm not cute. I'm ugly as fuck. Like, my whole life wow okay <laughs> okay anyway i feel better <laughs> no wow. but I, I i feel i kind of understand what you mean because sometimes like and maybe it's just men in general i feel like sometimes men joke but like i don't know if it's a joke or if you like actually feel some type of way or like where is converse but i also feel like men don't know how to direct conversations sometimes and they just are awkward when yeah talking to someone that could be attracted to yeah well specifically for me like when I meet a guy and he like asks for my phone number, I think, I think that I always feel like their first instinct is to like hit on me. You know, yeah. There's no one. There's no one that's gonna be like, oh, we're just gonna be friends. Like, let's be friends only. They always their first instinct is to always like hit on me. So it's a cycle of like, um, it's a cycle of like meeting and then talking and flirting and then either like dating or having sex and then you can be friends or like talking and then realizing that you're just going to be friends and then being like okay bye like I don't I I don't want to just be friends I don't need friends bitch or whatever and I think that's so annoying and I know I think it's really annoying when someone finds out that you're not like into them sexually or anything that they're like oh well then there's nothing here for me like that yeah. was like i feel like that's kind of insulting in a way but okay. i mean i guess that's my toxic trait too because i don't i don't even save people's numbers anymore oh my gosh yeah <laughs> i've seen so many screenshots i'm like how do you even tell people apart and i'm like i know that he doesn't because he'll literally be like who's this <laughs> i don't know i I don't know. I was like, should I ask who it is or should I just like pretend? And sometimes I try and pretend, 
But that doesn't work out because I'm like, who am I talking to? <laughs> no, I remember before you moving, you were talking about going to California and all these people were texting. I'm like, oh my gosh, when are you coming back? We should hang out. And Kevin's like, I have no idea who these people are. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I like had all these numbers before I left. Um, and then I told everyone that I was like going back home to Minnesota for the summer and I'll be back in like, I'll be back early October. So early October comes and I have all these guys texting me like, when are you coming back? Are you back? Oh my gosh, are you back? Let's hang out. I'm like, who is this? I don't know who this is, but also I'm not back. I'm going to come back in early November instead of October. So that was awkward. But uh, yeah. Funny. Very toxic of me. Oh my God, I love it. I And it's funny that you say that. And I know this isn't necessarily about like friendship or relationships, but I get that way too sometimes. Like sometimes a random guy will add me on Facebook. We'll have like a couple mutual friends or like follow me on Instagram. And I'm like, do I accept it? Are they just trying to be friends? Are they interested in something else? Mm-hmm. And I always am like, you know what? I'll give them the benefit of the doubt. And if I get like a DM or a message, you'd be like, hey, how are you? And then as soon I think once people are able to look at my profile and like see that like I am in a relationship, then I don't hear yeah. anything. Then I'm like, okay, then it was just that. Yeah. So I guess I kind of have a buffer, whereas you don't necessarily. Um, a what? A buffer. A buffer. Yeah, because like if people see Miguel on my Instagram, they're like, oh, oh. somebody like oh, I'm not gonna, yeah, yeah, I'm not yeah. gonna bother. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Well, it's different for a gay guy because it's like. After you hook up, it's like, do you want to pursue this or not? Like, that's like the first step. <laughs> interesting. Yeah, very interesting. Um, I was going to ask you if Miguel is your best friend. Because, you know, people are like, oh. like my partner is my best friend. I'm like, shut the fuck up. Ugh, this is so annoying. I hate talking about Miguel on this podcast because I feel like he's become a big topic. So <laughs> um, yeah, absolutely. I think Miguel is my best friend. Gross. Um, I know. But I... <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I love you. <laughs> um, no, and honestly, I think in I've I don't talk about a relationship in depth on this podcast because I want to give I want to respect Miguel and like our relationship and like not put us on blast. But like, and he'd say this too, where we were friends before we were dating, not yeah. for like a super long time. Like I had met Miguel in May, and I think we became friends in like June or July of that year, and then we started dating around September, and then like officially like started dating in november and like got to know each other even more um that's long yeah for like someone that's like for people especially like this age where it's like oh you usually just date right away or something like that or you like sit together right away whatever the case but i remember there was one time um early on when we were hanging out that we had gone somewhere and i had um i come back from like the bars and we i just went to Miguel's apartment and we literally just talked and like watched YouTube videos and like mu- listened to music until like seven in the morning. Mm-hmm. And like when I tell people that, they're like, no, you didn't. You guys did stuff. Or like, I was going, I was like, no, like we literally just talked. Um, and I got to know Miguel in like a really genuine way that at that time and just kind of growing um, out of that and doing that. So, and even, and this is, sounds so sappy, even like if I'm upset or I like I'm fighting with Miguel, um, the first person I want to talk to about it is him. So that's why I know that he is my best friend because like if I'm mad at him and like when you're mad at your significant other, you want to go and tell your best friend about it and be like, fuck that guy, whatever, all this. And I'm like, but I just want to talk to him about it. So it's like, it's redundant. So it's like, okay, yeah. I'll figure it out. 
All right. That's a good measure. I like that. Yeah. So, yeah, I would consider him my best friend. Like, I... <laughs> this sounds so bad. I... This is something that I don't look for in friendships um, is someone that's kind of needy. Like, I don't like someone that needs to be talked to all the time or wants to hang out all the time and, like, wants just constant, constant attention because I'm, like, I'm an adult. I work 40 hours a week. I'm busy. I need time to myself. Then I have to have time for, like, other people. And, like, to me, it's just, like insecurity sometimes and like i not that Mm. i can't support you but like that's a lot um especially as an adult but miguel is one of the few people that i don't get sick of (laughs) so i can spend time with him and i mean granted there are days where i'm like okay i just need a break like i'm just gonna go do my own thing for a couple hours which i think is healthy um but yeah miguel is definitely one of that i feel like you're that way too like i don't think that I would get sick of spending time with you. Um, I think we would get annoyed. Oh, no, well, I don't know. I think we're both kind of introverted and we both can kind of just tell when we're like, okay, I'm like tapped out. I don't need to do it for like a couple hours or like, um, I know we went to California a few years ago and it was like, there are times where we're just like, we're just not going to do anything. And I'm just going to sit here on my phone for a couple hours and that's fine. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It wasn't. And there's no hard feelings about it. Like, that's what I mean. Like, it's Well, not- I remember that when um, Joa, Ka, Ethan, and I, we drove to California because they were going to bring me to California. Mm-hmm. I was, like, kind of worried because I was, like, I don't know if, like, what if, like, Joa and, like, Ka or me get into a fight or something? Because we've been to Mexico together. But at that time, I was, like, we haven't really spent that much time, like, a long period of time together. Mm-hmm. A long periodically time. Um <laughs> Uh, so that was something that made me nervous, but I think we did a really good job because we could all kind of sense when we needed like our alone time or if we needed time apart or just time off. Mm-hmm. Not, not, not saying that we had to like go into a fucking separate room, but we could just like be on our phone or whatever in the same room, just like chilling out. Yeah. And I so- think that's something that's important is having like silence and being comfortable in that silence yeah. when you're with some friends. Yeah. I think that's good. To just have a friend and just know that, like, this is the time that they want to be alone or this is the time that we need to just chill out. We don't have to talk, like, all the fucking time, you know? I don't have to be on, you know? Yeah, and that gets really draining. And, like, as someone who has become more introverted and, like, talking and being with people a lot of the time, like, my social battery will drain so fast now. And, like, especially with the pandemic and, like, going out. After a couple hours, I'm like, I'm done. Like, I'm okay. Yeah. I don't need to keep going. And so finding a balance in that too and like finding people who can kind of acclimate or kind of read that or understand you when you're like, hey, if you're done, you're done. Like, I know that I have friends who if – and I think we're kind of good about this too. Like, if we're to cancel plans last minute, be like, yeah, you know what? I'm just not up for it. (laughs) And it's just, okay, that's fine. Like, that's fine. (laughs) Oh, oh here's, personally. Here's, some, here's something I like. And I don't know if you feel this way too, but I like a friend and I know that we're friends when we can hang out just like one-on-one. You know what I mean? Yeah, if you don't sometimes, have to be in a group. Yeah, because sometimes it is easier to have like a group of like three or four or five just mm-hmm. so that I don't have to talk all the fucking time. But if we can hang out just one-on-one and be like cool, like I think that means we're friends. Can and I- all the... F- Oh, go ahead. Oh. Finish. Finish. Oh, oh, okay. I was going to just say that all the friends I have now, it's like we can hang out one on one and it's not like awkward or whatever. 
yeah, no, I think that that's a really big thing. Cause, and I'll say this and I admit, like, I think there was a point in time um, where we have, I'm just going to say his name, or because it, usually it's me, Calvin, and Gary who hang out a lot of the time. <laughs> okay. Sorry, Gary. <laughs> Expose her. Um, surprise, you get your name in the podcast. Thank you. You're welcome. Yeah. Um, but because a lot of the time it's the three of us and I feel like Gary is someone who, I mean, this in the best way. Gary likes to talk a lot. <laughs> <laughs> and he'll always talk about, like, we'll talk about the most random things just to, like, feel conversation and, like, feel the air, which is fine because that's just how Gary is. And that's just, like, a quirk of his. So once me and Calvin started hanging out one-on-one or, like, we would do stuff, I'm like, what do I talk to Calvin about? Like, we don't really talk. Yeah to ourselves like by ourselves like we're always in a group chat we're always like the three of us and then yeah. we're like now we're gonna do this podcast and like we're gonna do these things I'm like interesting but i don't feel that way now obviously i'm not yeah. awkward about it and it's like it is what it is well because sometimes i think maybe it's because we're a little bit more quiet sometimes the silence of it feels like it's like too much you know what i mean it's like right. ooh, i have to fill this silence or whatever long before we anybody even yeah. said anything but yeah. like in I think we oh, both- it just takes up like it like takes the attention off of you when you have like more people. Yeah. I don't know what I'm saying. Like there's just more of a social pressure for you. Like, I should talk about stuff, but I don't know what to yeah. say. Yeah. So yeah, and you don't want to talk about like anything stupid or like irrelevant or like why did you say that? <laughs> so I don't know. But yeah, I think that that's important to just be comfortable with who you are and having like good yeah. social interactions and people who support you, I think. It's a really good trait to have. Um, yeah. I know that a goal of mine this last year too, um, because I'm someone that doesn't like to ask for a help a lot of the time, um, but I've gotten better and not in like the best way. And Calvin is can, can attest to this too, where I'd be like, LOL, I just had a mental breakdown. How are you guys doing? <laughs> and like yeah. letting know people, like letting people know that I'm not okay. And like having them be like, Hey, are you okay? Do you need help? Like what's going on? and being better at that so I think that's something that really really says a lot if someone's comfortable to be that vulnerable with you Mm -hmm. um, and do it in not in an attention-seeking way but in a I need help I'm willing to accept your help kind of way if that makes sense yeah and I'll say two things one is Latifah and I like love to pepper in like big announcements with just like nonchalant (laughs) stuff yeah I'll be like I'll be like I want to kill myself anyway I had pizza yesterday (laughs) (laughs) And then the other thing is too, like, I, I love to help. Like, yeah. I think that's why we're friends. And I think that's why I'm friends with like Joe and Ka and like everyone else. It's like, I love to help. I love to hear your problems. And I love to like, try and help you go through them. Like if you have, if you have, need career advice, I'm like here for you. I have like resources. I'll ask Eileen, I'll ask my mom, I'll ask anyone I can. Right. Um, if you have relationship issues, like, like we can talk about it. And one thing that I really, really love is uh, vulnerability and openness. Mm-hmm. And I loved it when, um, I, before I moved to California, I had um, invited some friends over to have a barbecue. Um, so it was um, Latifa, Joa, Ka, um, and like a few other friends. And we just sat around the table and we had a very open conversation about like relationships and dating and sex and I thought that was it was really nice because um it was just very open and I felt like we had reached like a level of 
not only maturity but at a level of friendship that we could openly like talk about that so mm-hmm. that was really cool I think that was probably one of my uh, favorite conversations that I've ever had yeah and it it, cool. I think it's it's hard to find people that you can talk to like that sometimes um, yeah just like you said like not everybody wants to be open and vulnerable and it's hard to expose yourself and have people um, not judge you and like not look at you in a different way and I think it's also probably another thing over the years is that we've been able to grow together and it's never like oh you're being left behind because like we're not making the same life decisions or anything like that Um, and just being able to do that and just kind of move forward and be there for each other and say hey like if you're struggling through this like I want to help you get through that or I want to see I want to make sure that you get to see through this or past this and like um, I know something that I think we've been really good at our generation is a little bit better at is just being open with like mental health or like struggles and things like that. And um, I know I, t- yeah. Oh, go ahead. Oh, I just wanted to interject. Uh, and that doesn't mean like having a sit down conversation and like spilling out your heart and being like, all oh, this happened to me. I'm depressed, blah, blah, blah. I want, I'm suicidal. It can just mean like, Hey, I wasn't having the best day today or or it could just be like how Latifah and I are just like, I want to kill myself or whatever. It doesn't have to be a, a big conversation. Um, wait, what did we? Right. So I, I think it's something where it's like, and don't get me just wrong. Just be open. Yeah, be open. And like your friends aren't there to like fix all your problems. Like at the end of the day, like um, my mental health is something that like Kelvin can't fix that for me. Like that's something I have to do, but it's encouraging to be like, Oh yeah, that's good. I'm glad that you talked to a doctor or that you're making progress or like, what do you feel like would help you in the next, like what's your next steps? How are you going to get past this? And things like that. Um, I think that that's really important to have people that will do that for you. Um, I forgot else what I was going to say. Um, I, I just wanted to say that, um, yeah, sometimes, like, sometimes Latifah and I, like, use humor instead of, like, um, actually, like, saying what we're feeling. Like, if we're, <laughs> yeah, if, if we're depressed, we'll be like, I want to die, LOL, or whatever. <laughs> Things like that. Um, yeah, just know your friends and just yeah. know that, you know, I don't know, they don't have to. I don't know what I was trying to say. I don't know what's going with that. You don't have to like it's like we're playing like Captain Savaho out here by any means necessary. Like that's not what this is, but just having someone that you're comfortable talking to and like coming to when you do need help, I think is really important and just not being judged by others. Yeah. Um and knowing that it's like a safe place because I think oh, that's what I was gonna say. Um our generation's really good at that and some people still are kind of like put on a facade especially like social media the way it is right now and like how life is like people only post the good things about their life a lot of the time i'm um, mm-hmm. like oh i bought a house or like i just got a new job i'm getting married i'm having a baby all these things that are like wow that's so crazy like everybody's advancing um, but i feel like not showing struggle is just like inhumane to me like you're gonna struggle in life like that's just what it is um, and i think that there's a difference between like complaining about stuff and just being open and honest and being like, hey, things aren't the greatest right now. And this is why, you know? Does that make mm-hmm. sense? Um, I think so. <laughs> but yeah, I think that that's why we've also been friends for a long time too. It's like, I think we just have an understanding of being like, yeah, this is who we are and that's cool. And that's, yeah, that's it. 
wow let's take a vacation together oh my gosh i want to i was so upset that i didn't go to mexico with you guys and i was like (laughs) yeah that's what i'm talking about like i love to take my friends places so when (laughs) first of all my family told me that we were inviting friends that i could invite anyone who i wanted to and then it happened that friends were not allowed and no one else invited friends except for me <laughs> and my grandparents because it was my grandparents for the anniversary. So I was like, oh, I'm going to ask Joa, I'm going to ask Ka, I'm going to ask Latifah, I'm going to ask Fong, I'm going to ask Sydney. And the only people that, the only person that didn't come was Latifah. I didn't have a passport and I think I just started my job at the time. So I couldn't get time off and I was like, I don't have money for this. Like, I think I was trying to move and stuff. And I was like, man, I should have fucking went. But yeah, and it was so much fun. And my family is very um like open to my friends like they love joy they love car they love latifah yeah like i'm so i love calvin's family like when i'm over there i'm like oh i see like calvin's siblings and like only his siblings but like his cousins and then like his aunts like i think the last time your auntie sharon was over like we talked to her husband and her like i love all of them like i don't dislike your yeah no latifah knows my family like (laughs) Really, I'll be like, "How's and your cousin so from Michigan?" <laughs> like, what? <laughs> I'm like, who? <laughs> um, yeah. So that was a fun time. It was super, super fun. And Latifah should have went. Yeah, and no. Every fucking time, Boo Boo brings up the fact that Joa got drunk and walked into the ocean. Hey, Joa, it's okay. Miguel did the same yeah. thing. We went on vacation this last year, so you're not the only one. <laughs> Every time Boo Boo was like, it stressed me out, Kelvin. It really stressed me out. Who got a call that bitch it's, She's too little to be that stressed. <laughs> I know. First of all, I was just, I was dead asleep. Because you know how I like to sleep early. <laughs> You're like, it's nine o'clock. This bitch is drunk. I'm going back to my room. Yeah. So I was like in my room. And then the next morning, Boo Boo was like, Joa and Kyle just got so drunk. And then Jewel took off all her clothes and walked into the ocean. Why are you exposing and- her like this? <laughs> she knows what she did. <laughs> no, um, I'm just saying that because that could have been you. <laughs> and I don't think I was and, 21 um, yet, was I? No, I had to be because I was dating Miguel. No, that was that was like two years ago. Yeah, okay. Hey, listen. In my mind, I still feel like I'm like 22. Sometimes I forget that. I forget how old we are, okay? <laughs> yeah. No, but I'm just saying that Latifa should have came and it would have been fun and um Thanks. now we have to go on a new vacation somewhere we went to california together we saw beyonce i've seen Cal- yeah, beyonce that, i've gone to more was... concerts with calvin than any other friend other than miguel but that's because like we've been dating for four years and we don't really go to concerts yeah. anymore because calvin was in california for a long time yeah but... but that was so long ago i know i was like 18 or 19 yeah that was that was crazy. That was rough. We stayed in like this. We stayed in this hotel room that smelled so bad. It smelled like cigarettes, and we stayed like we did. We stayed off Crenshaw. You don't remember this? Why did we do that? Because so, um, Calvin had like a manager at the time. Is that what you would call him? Your manager? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He we stayed. He had gotten us a room like in Anaheim for a couple of days, and we'd stay in this like nice hotel for a few days in Anaheim. Hey, that's like that's where I live. I live like right next to that. Oh, for real? Um, By that mall? Too? Yeah, it's like down the street. <laughs> no, the mall somewhere else. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, we stayed in Anaheim and like he had paid for our rooms for a few days. And then towards the end of the trip, I was like, because at the time I was working a job where I've been like $9 an hour. Like I didn't have any money. <laughs> so we were okay. like, we have to get a hotel room. And I was like, and of course, when you're like 18 or 19, a lot of the places you have to check in for hotels in California is be like 21. So I think we had to stay at this like 
rinkety like <laughs> motel. Yeah, but why did we do that? Because we had to stay somewhere. I think we were staying. We'd stayed at your friend's house in Walnut. I don't remember. Uh-huh. And I think it was like one of our last days. And we're like, oh, we should probably be closer to the airport or something. I don't remember. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, because that was, was that when we got lost in that? Yeah, night? we got lost in like a Macy's for like an hour. And we're like, we can't find the exit. <laughs> you make us sound so stupid. I mean, I mean, we it were. was. Yeah. <laughs> so. Okay, so yeah, we got we got lost in the Macy's. Whatever, get over it. I had also, because I also had Panda Express for the first time that day, and I was like, "Why the fuck do people eat this shit? I hate this." No, we got lost in the Macy's. We were supposed to go through the Macy's, right? <laughs> I think I don't know. I think we also we just got to the point where I think we both probably had just like run low on money, and we didn't really have anything else to do. We couldn't really yeah. go anywhere because we didn't have a car. We had to take lifts or Ubers everywhere. Damn, we fucking crazy. That was crazy. Yeah. Wow. And like, we just couldn't, like, we were staying, we Shit. literally off like 54th and Crenshaw staying at this like a motel. I have no business being out there. Uh, oh, yeah. Cause we were like, oh, let's walk to the mall. It's close. It was not fucking it was close. Not. And I was like, we should not be walking around. I was like, we should probably go back before it gets dark. <laughs> and it was, I don't know, it was an adventure. And it's like one of those, I don't, when you're that young and you're just like, I just want to go somewhere to go, and you're just like broke and you're just really trying to do stuff. That's that was fun. Now that I think about it, that was crazy, <laughs> but that was fun. <laughs> but yeah, we we went clubbing. I remember we went to that was the first time I'd gone to a gay club because I was like freshly 18, 19. So mm-hmm. it was fun. It was a good trip. I went back to Rage like two years after that. Yeah, let's see if it went without me. You born in California. I, it was, oh, yeah. So yeah, but then you talking about that and now I'm like, wow, what other hidden memories do we have together? I don't know. That's who knows. We've we've done a lot. We've been through a lot. Yeah. So, but yeah, is there anything else you want to talk about relationships, friendships wise? Um, I I wanted to talk about what you consider cheating, but oh, I mean, okay, we can get into that really quick. I don't care. Okay. Uh, we'll have to hang up because it's, it's getting close like to 20. Time. Okay. Yeah. Well, stay tuned because I guess cliffhanger <laughs> part two. Oh my God. Wow. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> okay. I'm back. We're back. Okay. Great. Um, yeah. I just wanted to talk about like relationships in like a romantic way. Cause I think that like most of my friendships, um, well, I don't know. Because I was going to say, most of my, you know, looking for a partner, I'm looking for the same thing as a friend. But I'm like, what makes it more? You know what I mean? I think, and I obviously, this, Obviously, I'm not going to fucking date you, Joel, or Ka. I mean, there are multiple reasons why that would not work out. Um, yeah. <laughs> but I think that the best relationships, honestly, are based on friendships. And I mean this in, like, the most, like... Before I dated Miguel, I would date guys. Oh, here he comes up again. No, no, I know, I know. <laughs> but you're asking, you're asking, okay? Sure. Uh, Latifa is in a weird relationship. I'm not, so I'm giving you guys a single advice. Yeah, and I'm giving the um, relationship advice. Yeah, but um, I would say that prior to Miguel, like I would date guys who I was just like, oh, I find them attractive, or like obviously we're attracted to each other. There is like some type of chemistry there. But, and at the end of the day, like, they were nice, well, uh, <laughs> <laughs> they were good people, nine times, well, like, 
50 50. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> listen, my choice has not always been the greatest. Okay. Um, I'm working on it. I've been better as of recent. Um, and I will say that with that, um, I don't think like there's a reason why I'm not friends with anybody that I dated prior because like we just weren't friends before and like yeah. there's nothing there that I would want to be friends. Um, but I think it's important that I think it's normal to have um, the same qualities that you want in a friendship in a relationship because at the end of the day, like that person should be your best friend and not in a codependent way where like you depend on your partner um, to be your everything because I don't think that that's healthy uh, personally, but because that's just so much to put on one person to be like, you have to be my best friend and my partner and my lover and all these things. And like, mm-hmm. you have to be everything. And like, to me, that's not healthy, but that's why I'm thankful that I have like friends like Calvin and like a couple other friends who are there for me and can support me through other things. So, um, yeah. but yeah, I think that that's normal. I think that that's how you should look at it because. Yeah. Well, you should be like attracted to your partner and then also like you should get along with them. Like, hello, yeah. duh. Because, like, if you're, you're <laughs> I, I'm going to say it, whatever. You're not just going to be, like, I was going to say, not just going to be with each other all the time. You're just going to be, like, f- literally fucking all the time. And, like, what are you going to do in the meantime, like, in between? <laughs> so, like, if you're, like, <laughs> yeah, you're yeah, you gotta talk sometime. Like, physically, yeah, like, you're going to have to, like, want to get to know that person. Or, like, how do you think that person's going to be? Maybe as, like, a parent or... Um, how are they going to be as a friend like how are they going to take care of you or see you like when I think a lot of people say that you should be in a relationship to see when someone's upset angry sad like lost a loved one broke like those are all things that you need to see someone through before you know if you want to like be with them for the rest of your life and things like that what about um like views like socially politically would you like would you be able to look past that like if someone was like Blue lives matter. No. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think certain things like I. What about friendships though? Um, friendships to an extent. Like if you're going to be like outright racist or just like outright like not want to listen to the other side. That's when I'm kind of iffy. Like try, like I don't think all of my friends are all on the same side of like BLM that I am. You know what I mean? Like there, there are degrees to it. Like mm-hmm. you could be fully. And I think there are some people who are like more into it than I am where I'm kind of like, well, you know, I don't know if I believe that. So, <laughs> okay. But I think that to an extent that that's fine. Like, am I going to be best friends with like a Trump supporter who doesn't believe that immigrants deserve rights or like things like that? Probably not. But like, I don't, I don't think that you learn anything by not being friends with those people, you know? Like, if you're not gaining that perspective or able to have conversation at least, then, I mean, there's always just going to be that divide. You're never going to convince them of anything else, you know? Mm-hmm. That's hard. That's a hard question for me. I would never, ever be able to date someone who viewed things differently the way that I do. Like, if their family was, like, very, very Christian and, like very very uh conservative i don't think i could date them Mm -hmm. as a friend probably not only because it would be weird like i don't know i i don't think i don't think i could do that as a friend and i think it's it's different and i think dating can be a little different with that too because like as a friend you might not be super involved in the family but like if you're dating someone you probably will be involved in the family yeah yeah 
Um, yeah, so if it's a friend, I can like maybe look the other way for a little bit, or like eventually like some... it's going to come out, you know? <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. I'm not. I'm not into that. And I'll I'll say this, and I know I hate bringing this up. I'm sorry. Um, me and Miguel are very different people. <laughs> we we are very different people and we have very different interests but at the end of the day like our socioeconomic beliefs and like our political beliefs and what we believe in like people as a whole is uh-huh. very much so the same um yeah. that's why we get along but like when i tell you like our interests have nothing to do with each other like i would rather sit at home and like play sims by myself or like watch tv by myself and like yeah. binge watch something where he'd be like i'm gonna play video games or like uh-huh. i want to go ride my motorcycle which i'm happy to do with him when i want to but like i think that's totally fine too but like you have to find like a point where i think that's i think that's very true with me too i don't care if you like hate butterflies and (laughs) like i hate my fucking fish but if you like don't think that like black lives matter or something like that um then i gotta go like bye um it's just that's because of that. That's like it doesn't just reflect your views; it reflects your personality. I think where you are able to like think lesser of a certain type of people, and mm-hmm. I I think that I don't like that. I, I get what you're saying because it's like you're, you're almost okaying for them to be that way by being like, "Well, I still love you anyway," and it's like because I I have I know people who. Um, who they do not support trump at all and like their significant other is like trump is the second prophet Ew. so i'm like no but that's not that's not what i'm saying though like i would not that i could not do that in the slightest (laughs) like i don't think i could well no that's not what i was saying i was saying that i think that i view and i um i hold like political stances so high because, like I said, I don't care if you don't like my fish or, like, I don't care if we have different interests. But I do care if you, like, think that Black Lives don't matter or if you don't give a fuck about, like, you know, people getting shot or, like, kids in cages or, mm-hmm. like, you know, all that stuff. Because it reflects what you think on the inside. It reflects your personal opinions and it reflects um, your personal yeah. uh, belief system. Mm-hmm. And that is something that I cannot get behind because... That's you. Like, I don't care if you, we don't have the same interests, but as soon as you reflect something of your personal beliefs that I don't agree with, then I know that we're not going to get along because that's not what I think and that's not what I stand for. So I, I wouldn't be able to do that. And I don't know how people can do that. Like you were saying, like a Trump supporter dating a non-Trump supporter, like I, I would never be able to look the other way. Mm-hmm. Um, so that is something that I would like, that's something that I would break up with someone for. Right. No, absolutely. And I think that that it's, and a lot of people are like, oh, you can't let political beliefs get in the way. You can't just disown people or not want to talk to people. I'm like, political beliefs are different. Like if you wanted to talk about like import taxes and like foreign trade policies and things like that. And like, we disagree on that, like on that political sense. Sure, by all means. But if you're trying to be like, well, this is just getting political because you think that it's okay for cops to kill people, well, kill anybody and get away with it and like not be prosecuted. To me, that's like, that's not politics. Like you just don't give a fuck about people, you know? 
Yeah, yeah. So I think that that's a tricky thing, and I I don't know. I think everybody people make everything political these days, but unfortunately in this country, everything is political or everything has to be political, um, and that's just the way that America has been set up from the beginning. Yeah. Well, because I see a lot of Vietnamese guys that I'm like, oh my god, like he's so cute. But then as soon as I see his beliefs and that he's like a Trump supporter or like he's very like Christian or whatever, I'm like, ooh, I gotta get out of here, bitch. I gotta go. Um, but yeah, I was gonna transition to what do you think is grounds for breaking up in a relationship and how would you break up with someone? Because uh, I never, oh wait, oh, just kidding. I did have to break up with someone. Just kidding. I've, I've, say I've never had to. I have not had to break up with someone in so long and I've never been broken up with, but they're never easy conversations. Um, how do you do it, Tifa? How do you do it? Honestly, okay, well, the last time I was basically, <laughs> I basically told them, I was like, I don't know why you're still talking to me. And then I changed my number. So, <laughs> so, so okay. So you guys do that. <laughs> hey, I it worked. It worked. I'm not. It, it happened. It worked. Um, no, I mean, we had a conversation. And I was like, I just don't want to do this anymore. And um, and they were like, why, though? And I was like, because like, this is obviously like you don't want to be in a relationship and that's fine. But like, I'm not just going to sit here and want to be in a relationship and you don't. And you're like, but you can't just close off the idea. I'm like, yes, I can. And then I like a week or two after I changed my number because I was I was buying a new phone. I was getting my own phone plan or something. And then um, in order to do it, they're like, oh, if you wanted to get a free line, you have to change your phone number. And I was like, okay. Let's do that. Fucking change that shit. Basically. Um, but yeah, that was the last time. What was What was the situation? He want, he, he, wait, what? He didn't he said he wanted to be in a relationship but i like from his actions and like what he would say or like his beliefs and things he was like it was very blatantly obviously that he did not want to be in a relationship so when i like tried to confront him about it he was like well you can't just close off the idea of us like what if we figure out we want to be together later and i was like no like <laughs> that doesn't yeah i hate that i hate when men just make up your mind like i'm not gonna sit around waiting for you you know what i mean like yeah no. and that's what i was like so i'm just supposed to wait around and like maybe if i find someone else and you come back and you decide that you want to be together like now i'm supposed to be like okay i'll just forget who else i'm with now and we'll just work it out like that sounds so stupid yeah um so i think that's why i broke up with the only boyfriend that i had when i was in high school also, I was in high school, and he was, like, 20-something. Yeah, also, um, that was very grooming of him. But oh, That was very weird, but whatever. Time for a different, con- different conversation for a different time. <laughs> um, but, yeah, that was the last time. Um, and it was just, it just got really unhealthy where I was questioning myself and, like, my self-worth. And I used to have this rule where if someone was to like make me cry or push me to the point of crying, I'd be like, yeah, I'm over it. Like if you're the, if you hadn't pushed me to be like, feel that shitty about myself, then it's done. But um, I think that like things like that, or I'm someone that is um, omission of the truth or like not telling the full truth is the same thing as lying. Um, I was going to say, what's, what's cheating to you? um, Let us know cheating to me if you're entertaining anybody even if you're like just flirting or like texting or i think a, a common one now if it's not physically cheating is like sexting someone else i'd be like mm-hmm. yeah fuck that like i'm not here for that at all um obviously if you're like to sleep with someone else i'd be like okay yeah i'm out like that's it like uh, and all peppy would you would you make it work or would you like 
I don't think there's anything to make work at that point. Like, to be honest. Um, Damn. Well, and to me, because like a lot of the time, and this doesn't happen every time, but I think, um, I think about like when people get cheated on and then they, that person ends up pregnant or they get somebody else pregnant. And I was like, how reckless of you to not only cheat on somebody, but then you got someone pregnant. Like, so you weren't using protection or like you're going to get something, you're going to get some like STD or STI or something. And then you're going to give it back to your partner and like you're putting their health at risk, you know? Mm-hmm. So things like that. And like, that's why I like, if you were to cheat, I'd be like, no, because you're putting my health at risk and you're like putting this whole relationship. Like if someone yeah. is, and this is something that I believe, like if um, you have someone that you care about and like someone else comes along and like can catch your attention um, and take it away from that first person, then like just go be with that second person because apparently your attention wasn't focused enough on that first person for them mm-hmm. to like draw you, like they were able to draw you away so quickly. Does that make sense? Interesting. Yeah. So that's how I feel. Um, but like, I don't know. I know some people are like, oh, well, like, I feel like texting other people could be cheating if it was like, if there's like a malicious intent behind it, or you know that that person might be interested in you. You know what I mean? Like if mm-hmm. um, you know that the person that's talking to your significant other, like, no, they like you. Like if they were given any opportunity they would take it they would take it things like that um i know some people look at like social media and like following people can sometimes be as cheating or like um liking things to me it's a fine line and like every couple can decide what cheating is on their own um but i don't know to me that's not necessarily like the worst thing um but i think that can also be considered cheating here and there um but for me i think the biggest thing would be to like emotionally cheat like mm-hmm. to confide your yeah. and your emotions and anything into somebody else like to me that's like the mm-hmm. worst thing that you could do to me um mm-hmm. but yeah what about you what do i consider cheating yeah. i don't know um i guess same <laughs> okay yeah uh yeah just like the same thing you said like when it gets emotional i feel like that's when you know um the other things like like social media stuff i think that can be a little ambiguous it's really Um, tricky i think once you have to like hide what you're doing that's when it's cheating (laughs) does that make sense yeah i think i think that once you have to hide or make like a separate like a a separate entity Mm -hmm to do the thing and you keep it a secret or something like that. I think that could be on the lines of cheating perhaps. Um, But as soon as you, as soon as you feel like you have a secret or if you feel ashamed, I think that is like something's up. If you have to hide something from your partner, like it's already done. (laughs) Yeah. Something's, something's up. Um, But I was, I was going to say that I don't know because like I'm in a relationship in a long time. Yeah. Yeah, so I don't know. And it's different because a lot of gay guys have open relationships. So I don't know what's cheating. And that's why I think like, it's like every couple has to set their own standards. Yeah, you you really have to talk to your partner about it. Because if you're in an open relationship, what's considered cheating? Like, is it if you do you have to check in with your partner and say, I'm going to be hooking up this guy tonight. This is his picture. Because one time I did, um, I hung out with this guy. And um, his boyfriend, like, 
DM'd me on Instagram. He was like, hey, I hope we had fun tonight. And I was like, first of all, who said we're having sex? Hello? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I thought we were just hanging out. What happened? Um, and then and then I was I brought it up to him and he was like, Yeah, I like to check in with my boyfriend um to see like, you know, this is what I'm doing and I'm gonna be with this guy tonight and whatever else. And I was like, Oh, okay, cool. Um and then we just like got boba and then I was like, I'm not really feeling this. <laughs> Because I didn't know that you were in a relationship. So I'm going to go. No, and I think that's what it is, though. Like, there has to be communication about what's going on in the relationship. Yeah. And, like, to me, that obviously was something, somebody who was in an open relationship and comfortable communicating that so much that their partner was comfortable to contact you, which sometimes can be kind of weird. But I think it's just weird until you're in that situation type of thing. Yeah. Um. But, yeah. It may, yeah. I mean, it was not. What, what was it nice? I don't know. It was nice for them, yeah. But it was also like very forward of him to like DM me and be like, "Have fun tonight with whatever his name is." And I was like, "What?" I, first of all, I wasn't even planning on having sex with him, right. so that's cool. Um, but yeah, like like we said, if you have to hide something, I think that it's not maybe cheating, cheating, but it. There is something it's, suspicious. There's a potential. Uh, if you're already keeping secrets, then there's a potential that, to me, that says that there might be an intent to do something else later down the line. Personally. Would you ever keep a secret, though? Um, I think that it, I mean, it depends on, like, the secret. Like, if it was, um, oh, like, if I cheated, would I keep it a secret? No, if... Would you ever like because you know people are like in relationships you never have secrets um, what does that mean I don't know I guess me and Miguel have pretty open conversation about most things um, but I don't think that there are anything that are secrets really like if I have something that's going on and it's like it doesn't pertain to him and I don't tell him it's not because it's like a secret it just does it's not relevant to him you know what yeah, I mean yeah um, yeah but if like a somebody I used to talk to or somebody I dated before was like hitting me up and like trying to hang out I'd probably be like hey this is happening that's weird mm, okay um that but like no I guess there aren't really any secrets between Miguel and I like I try to be as I I'm not the greatest at it but I try to be open and honest about my feelings a lot um mm-hmm. and just be like hey this is going on. which which is what you should do yeah, I, think. I think it is and Miguel's a lot better at it than I am um, even if I have to like pry it out of him, he'll be like, Oh, I feel bad about this, or like this is happening. Um But no, I don't really think that I I don't know. I feel like I'm not a good secret person. Like I feel like I can't keep anything in. Uh, yeah, no, you can't. Yeah, so <laughs> <laughs> like if I'm not gonna tell him, I'd probably tell you guys. So it's like Yeah, you do. I don't know. <laughs> so I to me that's just something my own sake but no mm-hmm. I think that and then that's something that comes with time and like trust and everything and like communication it becomes better and stronger or it doesn't and like things don't work out obviously um but no I like try not to have secrets from Miguel especially if it's like pertaining to myself or like my well-being or his well-being I'm not gonna hold I just feel I feel bad sometimes because I know that if I do get in a relationship I'll still get unknown numbers texting me be like what you doing tonight you up. and stuff and be like oh i like sh- i have to explain like oh i don't know who this person is well but whatever I think that's when you kind of either just start you have a conversation and they'll be like because there have been times in uh, my relationship where i've been like 
I'm not comfortable with that person. Like, that's weird. I don't like that. And vice versa, where it's been like, yeah, I don't really like you talking to this person. They have like different, I'm like, okay. And like, you have to decide if that relationship or that friendship is worth your relationship. Um, not saying that you should have to cut people off, but sometimes there are people who will like fuck up your shit just because they can or like someone will let them do it. And I think having to be comfortable in a relationship is having to um, be able to kind of figure out what is going to make you both happy. Um, and obviously, like, if Miguel was to tell me, be like, yeah, I don't want you hanging out with Calvin, to be like, well, I don't really feel like that's really up to you. And like, what are your grounds? Like, why would you, like, mm-hmm. what would that bring up? But if they're, <laughs> he's a bitch. <laughs> well, true. <laughs> <laughs> but like, things like that, if there was like a ground for it or like it makes sense or someone makes you uncomfortable, um, then it'd be like, yeah, just don't. Like it, it makes me uncomfortable. I don't like it. I feel this way about certain things. And just have conversations and just communicate, I think, is the biggest thing in situations like that. So I guess like... Well, Miguel and I are, Miguel and I are in a feud now, even though that was hypothetical. Yeah, I Honestly, I think the last people he'd tell me to stop talking to are you and Gary because he'd be like, at least I keep her fucking entertained so she's not bothering me all the time. <laughs> <laughs> at least I can play my games now. Yeah. Well, um. But yeah, if that answers your question, I don't know. I guess. I forgot what my question was. About secrets, but... if you would keep secrets. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I don't know anything else, you guys. So I'm sorry that our, our podcast has been getting longer because we just, like, want to talk, you know? But... We like you guys. <laughs> yeah. Shit. Damn. To the 10 of you, thank you. Hey, guys. Thanks for listening um but yeah that's really all i had to say um but yeah hopefully everyone has a wonderful valentine's day whether you have a significant other or you're celebrating with friends or other loved ones because that's okay too valentine's is a day about love it doesn't have to be romantic yeah my mom bought me a valentine's day gift i know it was so cute have you used it no i haven't do you want to tell people so it's (laughs) awkward yeah fine it's a vibrator no <laughs> thanks <I>. no <laughs> no um it's like this ice tray that is in the shape of rubber ducks. Oh, i don't know what i don't know what she was thinking i don't know what she was thinking when she bought me this. i don't know what it is like kevin loves birds for whatever godforsaken reason he loves birds and it's disgusting birds are cute I don't think so. I I had birds. <laughs> Let me tell you this story real quick. It, at the end of our episodes, I wanted to have free talk so you guys can just hear how we like actually talk. <laughs> but there, <laughs> and if cause listening, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh no. But um, okay. So I had two ducks, and Latifa saw them, and Latifa fucking hated them. Um, whatever. It was Fatso in Skinny Legend. Yeah, Fatso and Skinny Legend. <laughs> and one day, Skinny Legend got sick. Like, she got really, really sick. And it was also around the time that Ka's brother, I think, had passed away. So Ka came over one day. I forgot what I was doing. I think I was dyeing her hair. And Skinny Legend, like, passed away. Like, she died. And I think that her brother's funeral was, like, that weekend because I was supposed I went to her the funeral and I was like oh my god this is traumatic for Ka like <laughs> everything around her is dying. What the f-? I was like yeah I was like what the fuck and 
And so Boo Boo was like, Calvin, we have to bury this duck now. We cannot have this dead duck in our house for like one like one it's minute right longer. Now. It's like disgusting. Yeah, we gotta bury it fucking right now. And I'm like, I don't wanna bury it right now because Ka's like right here and it's gonna be like triggering for her. But then we were like, No, we gotta bury this shit I right now. Just put him outside. Start- just put her outside until Ka left. I don't know what I was thinking. Damn. <laughs> So anyway, we like find a spot and I also tell Ka and I'm like, not to trigger you, but my duck did die right now, like five minutes ago. <laughs> I, I don't, I hope it didn't, but maybe it did. I don't know. Tell, tell us in the comments, Ka. <laughs> um, and so like fucking I'm digging this hole and Ka is right next to me and Boo Boo is right next to me. And I'm like, I can't fucking do this hole. It's too hard. And then I hand the shovel to Ka. Oh my I'm god! Like, Ka. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, Ka, you you dig the hole, girl. Yeah, don't worry. <laughs> I can't do it anymore. So then she had to dig the hole, and we had like a funeral. And I was like, this is weird. Um, so dramatic. And then I was like, okay, bye, girl. And let me say this: I Calvin loves animals and like birds, especially ducks. He's like raced a lot of ducks for whatever reason. I love ducks. Uh, and this bitch would move to California and his he asked his roommates if he could get ducks. And he texts me one day and he's like, do you think they'll notice if I just keep ducks in my room? And I, well, that that was a real question. How like, would you think? They yes, could? I think they would. And they already told you that they didn't want ducks <laughs> in their house. Can you imagine me in my room with my duck and be like, <laughs> Exactly. I'm like, hey guys, hey guys, that's just me. I, it's my impression of ducks. <laughs> I'm practicing my bird calls. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that would be funny. Yeah, they said no, so I got fish instead. Whatever. And I didn't ask them if I could have fish, but I got fish. <laughs> Stupid. But yeah, that that's us. This is this is what we do on a regular basis. <laughs> Yeah, that's exactly. We're supposed to go FaceTime Gary like right oh, after this. Oh, I had this. to shower and I was supposed to go. I'm supposed to go to Miguel's house, but I can FaceTime you guys when I'm in the car. I don't know. It depends on what he wants. I don't care what Gary wants. <laughs> oh damn! <laughs> Sorry, Gary. <laughs> Oops. Anyway, you guys. Yeah. Go. Thanks again for listening and hearing us out. Hopefully, you guys have some really cool friendships and things, or maybe you don't. And you're like, damn, I got to reevaluate myself or my friendships. Um, yeah. Basically, as you said, maybe you're a big loser. You're a big bitch. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, thanks for listening. Um, and happy Valentine's Day. And we'll talk to you guys later. Bye. Bye.